Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Politics Podcast. I hope you're having a blessed week so far. If this is your first time joining us, I'd really like it if you could go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Instagram, and our Facebook page. Um, They will be listed in the description at the bottom of this podcast description. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcast, if you could give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, it just helps us to be able to get seen more and more often and put it more at the top of the list through Apple Podcasting. If this is your second, third, fifth, tenth, a hundred time listening to us, and if you haven't done that with Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate that as well. With all that aside, let's get started on today's podcast. So have you ever heard someone say that they just don't understand why God won't show himself to the world? If he really wanted us to believe that he exists, why doesn't he just show himself? I mean, that's usually the typical reaction for those who that don't believe in God. Many say that for them to believe, it would take God himself coming down and showing himself to them. You know, in fact, I did a podcast on our podcast channel with an atheist, and I won't mention his name, but you can look through through all the uh, episodes and you'll probably find it. But at the end of our conversation, I asked him, what would it take for you to believe that God does exist? And he replied, God would have to show himself to the entire world, not just to me because I could be hallucinating, but to the entire world. But then I would have to talk to him to see that he's what he's all about before I could actually believe in him and to follow him. So first off, I'd hate to break the news to every atheist out there and anyone who says this because... God did come down as a human, that being Jesus of Nazareth, and we crucified him. I don't see why every few thousand years, Jesus would have to die again and again and again, just so people would believe that he exists. But honestly, I don't think people realize what they're asking for when they ask that. And here's what I mean. Because by God showing himself as he truly is, not in the form of Jesus, they would die, according to Exodus 33, 20. God is holy and we are not. God is perfect and we are not. Evil and pure goodness cannot mix. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 says light, which is goodness, and dark, which is evil, cannot mix. It's, it's like saying that you can try to mix water and oil, or like saying that I'm in a completely darkened room but yet there's a light on. It just doesn't make sense. They contradict. They can't go together. But God keeping his distance from us is actually for our benefit. It's for our benefit. It's because God doesn't want to kill us, so therefore he does not show himself to us. Even with Moses on Mount Sinai, God put his hand up when he went before Moses so that Moses would not see his face and die. But what if that really just wasn't the case? What if being in the presence of God in our human bodies wouldn't kill us instantly? If God showed himself to us, would that cause unbelievers to actually believe? I mean, honestly, they would believe that he does exist, but not necessarily believe in him. But by doing that, didn't God just also take away their free will, their freedom of choice? 
See, someone can choose not to believe that something exists, but once it's shown to them, they really don't have a choice anymore because their free will to believe that it doesn't exist has been taken away from them. See, by God allowing his presence to be known but not seen, it gives people, it gives all humans the free will on what they choose to believe. So ignoring the fact that if we see God's face, we die, if God did decide to reveal himself, we would all lose our free will and nobody would truly love God because love by definition has to be freely given. But let's take this one step further. Let us now suppose that by seeing God's face, it would not kill us, nor would it take away our free will. What would actually be the downfall now if God was to make himself seen by humans? I mean, everyone now believes in him and worships him now, right? No, not necessarily. Now, here's what I mean by this. is 2,000 years ago, God did make himself known to humans and came down in the human flesh and was named Jesus of Nazareth. Now, I don't know if you've ever read the Bible, but did everyone accept Jesus? No. But why not? Because the majority of people didn't recognize Jesus as the Son of God. They saw his miracles, they heard his sermons, and they watched his life for over three years. For three years, God revealed himself to people, and many still didn't believe in him. Now, was it because they didn't know? Was it because they couldn't understand his teachings? Was it because God in human flesh was too hard for them to grasp? Well, no, no, and no. Once again, they didn't believe he was God because they chose not to believe in him as God. They didn't like Jesus telling them that the way they were living and the way they were worshiping him or representing him was incorrect or a sin. And instead of accepting what he said and did as the truth and deciding to change their beliefs and lifestyles, they chose rather to kill him, to silence him, so they could go back to what they wanted to do. I mean, how much worse would it be if Jesus, claiming to be God, came into this decade performing miracles, telling other religions they were worshiping false gods, performing miracles, and calling out sin for what it was? Many, many, many people would want Jesus either murdered, placed in prison, or put in a mental hospital, and in this generation that we're living in, that we just silence everything, they would want him silenced. I mean, have you ever heard the saying, seeing is believing? That's actually only half true. And here's what I mean, is believing in something comes in two parts, the mind and in the heart. The I think the saying should be seeing is believing, but believing needs to be of the heart and the mind. That's what I believe the saying should be. Believing is always in two parts. It's intellectual and it's volitional. It's of the mind and it's of the heart. And we can see this in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Where? Well, in the Old Testament, God had made himself known to Israel, and they strayed away worshiping and sacrificing to idol gods many times. In fact, after God freed them from slavery in Egypt, and they saw the signs performed by Moses, the parting of the Red Sea, the pillar of fire leading them out, um, all the miracles performed on the Pharaoh, the manna from heaven to feed them, water from rock, and all the other miracles they still questioned, doubted, and multiple times refused to worship God. I mean, they saw his presence. They believed in him. 
yet they still chose to go their own way. The Bible goes as far as to say that even the demons believe that he exists, but they obviously don't choose to believe in him with their hearts, according to James 2.19. See, the Bible says to look to the heavens to declare his glory. That's in Psalms 19.1. We can all look up to the sky, those who aren't blind, of course, no pun intended, and see God's work. We can look at the universe and see his mighty hand. Just us breathing is a miracle. There are signs literally everywhere for people to see God's work, his power, his intelligence, his wisdom, his love, and his perfect standard, and yet people to this very day deny his existence. So why doesn't God show himself? Well, for one, by seeing God's face, it would kill us. Two, it would remove our free will, and we would no longer be a free will creation, but we would now be robots. Three, He did come to us in the human form, that of being Jesus of Nazareth. So by us seeing him wouldn't kill us. And instead of him rightfully judging us, he loved us. And we wrongfully judged and killed him. But there's good news, though. God does promise to return and call all those that follow him to be in his presence, which is heaven, for all of eternity. But the bad news is, is when he returns, he will also come to rightfully judge those who do not follow him and condemn them out of his presence, which is hell for all of eternity. Everyone alive believes in things they cannot see nor can touch. For example, gravity. Gravity can't be seen, nor can it be actually felt, but yet everyone believes in gravity. Now, why is that? Is that because we can see the effects of gravity? Possibly. But we also can see the effects of God and His works. So how come some can believe in gravity but not God? We also believe in air. Air can't be seen, yet we know it's there. Claiming not to believe in God because you can't see Him doesn't disprove that God does exist. If the claim is you can't believe in Jesus because of the same thing, well... I mean, honestly, you should just take that same mentality and put it towards, let's say, knowing that George Washington actually lived or Abraham Lincoln or anyone who lived hundreds and thousands of years ago. That argument becomes a circular argument and shoots itself in the foot every single time. Guys, thanks for joining in with this week's episode of the Christian Apologist Podcast. Next week, I'm hoping to have, I think I was supposed to have had him this week, but he had to cancel. But I'm supposed to be having a gentleman by the name of Ben Burton, who is a Messianic Jew. And we're going to find out what's the difference in Messianic Judaism and Orthodox Judaism. Find out what their beliefs are. Find out how they differ from Christianity. And just learn a little bit. You all have a very blessed rest of your week. God bless.